intro song. Dum diddy dum dum, dum diddy dum dum. It's time for B and E, one of the best podcasts in the world. Even though we just talk and you guys listen to us, but it's still really cool. Thank you for listening. Yay! This is B and E. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. With. Do you have a name on this show? I used to. You just go by E? Yeah. That's B and E. I'm B, that's E. Yep. So, what do you think we're going to do moving forward to make this... <laughs> oh, bless you. Sorry, not good radio. Go on. Um, to, Thank you. To make this into more of a show, or not more of a show, to bring this show to the next level, whatever that means... What are we going to do with this show? And we talked about, like, yeah, go ahead. I are you going to say something? I totally dig the do-it-yourself vibe and where we just, like, talk. I don't know. I like that. But we were just having this whole conversation about structure. And I mean, everything. we do it ourselves. I don't. You mean, like, a structure-free type of... Yes, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder if for me it's like because I do the other show, um, and we do it's it's like yeah, dude, you because like we do it a certain four way. Four other podcasts can like this one just be chill. Well, I have more than four. I mean, oh. are you? What are you referring to? I don't fucking know. Okay, there's twelve podcasts within the TLND show. Okay, so why can't this just be the chill podcast? No, it can. It can. I'm, what I'm trying to do is, I'm not like, saying remember. I don't love the show that we record. I'm not saying that I don't enjoy doing it. I do. I enjoy it a lot. I know. I like when it's just us talking. Yeah. You can, like, you know, we've done stuff where we've, like, spoken about specific news stories or whatever. Or you can look some stuff up. But as for anything else, I really, really just want to keep it like this. Yeah. No, I get that. And I wonder if... Um, there's kind of this worry and it, I think it happens when now that there's so many podcasts out there like what are you doing make your th- like when stand up comedy we're being us right I understand that there are a lot of shitty comics that came out when stand up comedy got big in the 80s and everything and so but when we were doing the bed show I we were doing the same time every week but I do not feel like we really did preparation you would look up some topics to discuss and that yeah. was it and I like that I like just talking and I think that's really, I, I mean, I, I don't think I'm interesting, but I think a show where two people are, like, having discussions, it just is more intimate, it's more real, and I think it's better. And... Better than... Better than being prepared and sounding unnatural. I, now, that's a common thing for you, is your tendon, and that's fine, but you're te- you tend to be very... Um, you despise structure. Yes. And I is know. do you feel like that's a response to something? That's just how I how I am. Yeah. I don't know. It's just how I am. Now can you listen back to shows that you've been on or do you hate that? I used to hate it. Um yeah. it used to give me tremendous anxiety, but after doing this for so many years, I was just like fuck it now and I I totally listen. Yeah. Sorry if my nose sounds kind of soft. I like, I got those sniffles. I actually found like for the longest time that I couldn't talk 
I mean, I couldn't listen to myself. And I'm actually, I think I'm getting better. It's weird to say you it. You are. I've years. actually noticed that if we're replaying an old podcast that you've done with whoever, mm-hmm. I've noticed that you're not at, before it used to be like, wait till I walk out of the room, then press play. Yeah. But I've noticed more and more you're able to just sit next to me and just listen to it. And I think that's amazing. And it's definitely something I've noticed. Like I said, at the beginning, I couldn't do that. I fucking hated everything. I hated everything I said, the sound of my voice, everything, blah, blah, blah. I still hate everything I say. I still hate the sound of my voice. But I've gotten way more used to it. And, and I don't care anymore. So I listen to it. It doesn't give me the anxiety that it did at first. Yeah. So how... When you listen, do you listen for entertainment? Like, oh, I'm just going to... I love the sound of my own voice. Or... No, I listen back to see if I feel like it was a good show or not. Yeah. See, that. I guess that's been my thing is, like, uh, the reason I started listening is partly because Josh got pissed off. Jackaboo. Jackaboo. Global audience. <laughs> Un- intergalactic audience. Yeah. Um, Josh Jack. What were you saying, dude? I totally forget. Oh, um, he's, so anyway, so, you know, his his suggestion to listen and then knowing some other podcasters who listen to their shows, I realized, I decided, plus people do it with stand-up too, I decided that it was worthwhile enough to listen back to myself so I didn't really, I don't think I'd necessarily have gotten any more comfortable with it as much as it's like, I decided it's a necessity, so I'm going to put up with That's listening cool. to me. That's like strength and everything. I feel like I have gotten more comfortable with it though. So. That's good. Yeah. Um, now, do you feel like you've gotten more, have you changed in your delivery, the way you talk? Um, no. No. You've no. just gotten more comfortable with listening. Whereas I, I personally, for me, feel like there's so much I need to improve in the way I express myself, um, especially on a show, that I'm learning. I think that, like, one of the things I learned is that my perception of time in the, it, while I'm having a conversation is not good at all. Right. Uh, what I mean by that is, like, I will kind of pause while I'm, th- while I'm talking to think. Yeah. And I don't, I, I'm focused when I'm thinking, so I'm thinking, but I don't realize so much time is passing because I'm thinking and not speaking, and I listen back and I'm like, whoa, this is weird. So like a long silence. Yeah. Um, well, I noticed from, I'm sorry to cut you off, I no, noticed from fine. listening to the show how long I drag my words on. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, why did that take me like 10 seconds to say that one word? So, um, I don't know if I've gotten any better about it, but I've. I became aware of it from listening back. Yeah. Well, how about the fact that we did the table topics episode? I mean, that's sort of a structured thing, right? I was just having fun. We were playing a card game and we recorded it. I was just, I enjoyed it. And that was a last second thing, too. That was like, hey, do you want to do this? And I was like, sure. And we hit record. Yeah. Joseph Gordon Levitt gets my nerves, by the way. Go on. <sighs> he used to be like this hot, cool indie guy, and now, now he's just he's fucking too... annoying. What with the hit record stuff? Yeah, and it's just like his fucking smile. I just want to. Oh, God, I wish there were still our punchable faces. Is he too satisfied with himself? I just can't stand him. That's all. 
Yeah. I just can't. What made you think of him? Oh, because you said record. hit record. I he always pops into my head when I said that phrase is literally just shows more alive in my brain. Do you think there's some biological basis to that? Like why we find people who are not actually harming anybody, but we develop like a real anger or hatred towards them? Like what are we supposed to be detecting that we're detecting that and having that type of do you know what I mean? Like there's there's horrible people in this world actually hurting people. And then there's people who just by their harmless existence just make us cringe. Well, like I said, our punchable faces. I mean, that was like a really popular subreddit. Yeah. Except people people fucked it up because they would post like homophobic shit and stuff like that. And like, oh, I want to punch this dude because he's gay and stuff like that. And that's what fucked it up. Because I loved it before that. I loved it when I was just like an annoying person like Joseph Gordon Levitt. Like I totally want to punch him in the face when he smiles. I love that. I don't like it when it's like super personal and stuff and when it you know what I mean? Like I don't know. I'm gonna uh, say like I when it's a non famous person. What? When it's somebody who's not famous. Um, no, that's fine, too. But, um, when it's for reasons like they're gay or something, that obviously is upsetting. Yeah. Well, why couldn't they just take those posts down? They just decided to take those. I mean, there could have been more to it. I don't know. It was a while ago when they were taking down a bunch of subreddits, so I don't remember. Huh. By the way, I don't know when this is going to air, but happy, happy National Pizza Day. My favorite food. I will not be eating pizza today, though, because I am trying to fit into my Valentine's dress. Which is mega cool. From Sourpuss. Designed by a Philly tattoo artist. I am so sorry I forgot his name. And this is probably really boring for the show. But I just really love the design of this dress. It's red. And it has all these um, hearts. Uh, pictured on it through daggers going through them and not like regular heart, like like anatomically correct hearts and I just I just fucking love that dress and I love that it would you know was a style from like a local tattoo artist and I love that you know Sourpuss is a local company Sourpuss Clothing and they made it and I just think it's so unique and so alright that's all with me being a girl do you know anybody who else who um who wears that their clothes like any not anybody in the world but anybody who you've been around i mean i've walked down the street and noticed people yeah but um for the most part not really i know that when i do and i'm around the right people i get compliments or like let's do you know anybody let me say this do you know anybody who would wear like a heart and a dagger like do you know people with that style no, I never really had any friends that were into my style or into my music or really into anything that I was into, which, you know, leads to a lot of loneliness and anxiety, but it, I never wanted to change who I was. I really think there's got to be somewhere to go that you'll find those people, because, like, before, like, skateboarding and stand-up comedy are both areas where I found people who shared really bizarre personality uh eccentricities or un- uniquenesses if that's a word that 
I felt really at home when I finally found that group, and I didn't think I would. Yeah. And you might find a group where, you know, those things are the norm. Yeah. Uh, well, we went to that um, Halloween thing at Ortlieb's, or however you say it. And yeah. I talked to a bunch of people there who had the same style as me, and we were just talking about clothes and stuff, and that was rad. Why do you think that after having that experience... Well, actually, no, you've said it... Now this kind of seems silly, because now that I think about it, we have done things like that, like the punk rock flea market That's as one well. of my favorite places to go. You I get a ton of you shit You know, there. you see people you know, and like... Yeah, totally. So here's my question. Do we want to... Do you want to be somebody who's gotten over, like, social anxiety? Is it? I don't know if you want to talk about that on the show. I'm but totally kind of talking do about Do you fear the idea of being socially open like just totally socially open whatever that means to you i would love to be more socially open and princess is walking over the phone so sorry if that made a weird noise um i would love to be more socially open i can't control my anxiety that's why i'm in therapy i'm taking medication i'm trying to yeah. i can't help that i have like severe anxiety and get panic attacks that's not something i'm in control of that I know of, maybe I am, I don't fucking know, because I don't really know how it works, but as far as I know, I don't want to be depressed, I don't want to have anxiety. Yeah. I don't want to fucking give all these doctors all this fucking money so they can give me just fucking, just drugs to shove down my throat, I don't want to do that, but I know it helps me. Well, yeah. And I know that I would be, even though I'm not great, I know that I would be way worse if I wasn't taking these medications, if I wasn't seeing a therapist. I know I'd be way worse. So I do it. And, you know, it's helped slightly. Otherwise, I would just be sitting in a dark room all the time crying and self-harming. You would be doing that if what? If I didn't have a therapist, if I didn't have access to medication, if I didn't have you. Yeah. And I'm not saying that... (laughs) Fuck you. And I'm not saying that I don't cry and I don't get really depressed and I don't have slip-ups with my self-harm addiction, um, which is not a cry for attention. Anyone who fucking thinks that is a fucking moron, do some fucking research for your fucking self, you fucking idiot. Um, I've had slip-ups with my self-harm addiction and it is not to show off. I don't show people... It is to get my feelings out because I turn all my anger anger inwards. I didn't even know what it was when I started doing it. All I knew was it made me feel better and I just had to cover my arms up. That's all I knew about it. It was not for anybody else. And the feeling it gave me was so good that it made it so difficult to stop. So even though I'll have really bad days well, I'll be like crying and suicidal and want to self-harm by the way self-harming in case you don't know is the opposite of being suicidal self-harming is wanting to live so you're doing anything you can to live even if that means cutting or burning or whatever even if that means cutting your own skin you're doing that as a survival mechanism so you don't kill yourself because yeah. that helps relax you. And obviously I don't condone it. Because like I said, it's 
not everyone becomes addicted. It's like not everyone becomes addicted to drugs, but I got addicted to that, to the feeling, to the endorphin rush. And I'm pretty sure I've talked about my mental illness before on the show and everything, but, um, God, I just like totally went off the rail there. I just felt like it's, you know, still stigmatized. And I felt like I wanted to explain it because I didn't want any people to be like, so emo or she wants attention or well, any the of that problem stupid is bullshit. Some people do it for attention. But I don't know if those people even really have a self-harm problem because I don't I some people I've heard like the actual person say I did it for attention. Okay. And the problem is anybody can do anything for any reason. For and people aren't exposed part, to it enough. Yes, for the most part I don't think people do it for attention. And, like I said, a lot of people do stop when they're younger. I just haven't been able to because I have issues that I haven't worked through yet. So yeah, I need to learn better ways to cope. And I do, and I write, and I paint, and everything, and listen to tons of music, and all that shit's, like, really helpful. And But there are still times when it gets so hard that that's, like, where my mind goes, and I can't, you know, I'm trying to get past it. Is it a biological thing in the sense of people uh, not being able to... Is it a biological thing in the sense that... By the way, shout out to Katie Morton on YouTube. She is amazing. She's a therapist and she makes all these um, videos. And there's like any mental health topic you can think of. She has a video for it. And I've actually learned a lot about my mental health through watching her videos. And there was a long stretch when I didn't have a therapist and I was really fucking bad. And watching her videos honestly helped me a lot. We were actually talking about um, YouTube therapists on the other show. Oh, were you really? On Help Yourself. Oh, cool. This guy watches, uh, I was talking about Jordan Peterson. Okay, no, I don't know him. Um... I don't know a ton about him either, but he's a very, his thing is, is a unique, I don't know if he's a therapist or not, but he said he watches his videos and enjoys them. Yeah. Um, do you, oh, so I was going to ask you, uh, unless you were saying more about. Mm -mm. I just wanted to give a shout out to her because she has helped me and she has a lot of self-harm videos explaining it. For people yeah. who don't understand it. So go on. There was actually a self-harm app that I saw recently. It's at least for iOS. I don't know if it's for Android, mm -hmm. but it was... What's a, What are some words used for self-harm? Like, I'm trying to think. Harm. Self-wounding, self-injury, uh, self-mutilation. That's the older term. I forget if the app was called... I don't want to pick up my phone now because we're recording yeah. with it, but there's some app for it. It looked interesting. Well, there's also the subreddit, self-harm, and you can go there and ask for advice or talk to people. And there's this app, Seven Cups of Tea, where you can talk to people and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I think about... Well, I haven't used those in a while. I don't... I, never I haven't either, and it's really hard to reach out. That's... That's why I either like to try and distract myself, or I'll put on a Katie Martin video. Yeah. Do you, um, you feel like I'm looking, like I'm, I'm looking away from you too often? I'm just curious, 
Because I watch some shows, like, I watch, like, videos of the Joe Rogan experience, and they're just, like, sitting well, across sitting from, across each, from other, each other. Where and they're like just, like, very dialed positions. in. Yeah, but I always feel like... Plus, they're getting paid for that shit. Yeah. Uh, true. No, I, it's, it's fine. I, it's, you know, eye, eye contact is difficult. Actually, I recently saw a Katie Morton video on eye contact. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why is it that some people are born without being, did she talk about, like, why are some people just not able to do it? I did not click on the video. Oh, I saw okay. that she had one. I was, um... Why did I look her up that day? I don't even remember. I guess I was, like, especially anxious or something, and I tried to find a video of her discussing it. I also enjoy watching her because I like to learn about um, other mental illnesses. Yeah. I find it fascinating. So what's her YouTube channel called? I think it's Katie Morton, honestly. Katie Morton. Yeah. Um, does she do online coaching, like, where people pay her and she Skypes them, or is it... No, I don't believe so. I think it's just in her office and her videos. Yeah. Yeah. Is she uh, on a list for a future B&E guests? <laughs> would you interview her? I love her so much. I, I I totally would. I love her. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we could see. Yeah. We could I give it know. a try. <laughs> I don't would know. Would it be too weird to do it? Would you rather have one-on-one conversation? Yeah, I know. Like, every time I watch her, I'm like, fuck, why isn't she my therapist? She's so, like, normal. Like, it's just, she's just a person. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I would, I would love to have her as a therapist. Go on. I'm thinking. How many, um, you've been in therapy for yeah. a while, right? Yeah. How many therapists have you had and how many have you liked? Because it's fairly, really, really hard to find a good therapist. One. I may think if I can figure it out real quick. One, two, oh, wait, yeah. one, two, three, four, five. Probably, like, nine or ten. You've had, like, ten therapists? Something like that, What's, like, the percentage of ones you liked and ones you hated? Hated? I'm not even saying low. I'm just saying ones that you liked and could see for a while. Um, I would say, I would say more than 50% were good. Okay, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. For me, personally. Um... I think I've probably seen maybe six or something. Yeah. And um, I wasn't honest in therapy for a long time. Like, I didn't tell the whole truth about stuff. So that made it difficult. So I can't really gauge how the therapist was if I'm not being fully honest. Um, I've had a couple amazing fucking therapists. And I've had some shitty therapists where I just continually went to see them because a lot of psychiatrists won't give you medication unless you have a therapist. So I just, but I just went to see them out of habit too. And they were just horrible. Did it help at all? No, honestly, no. it didn't. No. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta, um, I don't know if I need to find someone new or what. But, yeah. But, 
just the idea of how I don't even know if the other person has to be that great. Sometimes you just it's just the fact that you're talking to a person. Yeah, exactly. It's like a vibe thing though too. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um how do you feel in regards to medication and talk therapy? Do you feel like they go hand in hand? Do you feel like you can have one without the other? I think you can definitely I've, have talk therapy without medication. I think some people But I don't think you can really do that well on the medication without talk therapy. I I'm don't sure know. some people can. I think What's some your... people can. I know of some people who have just taken, like, their medicine and not had a therapist. I'm super jealous of that. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, though, you gotta think, like, you also gotta pay attention, like, does this person have friends that they talk... Not that friends are... Friends aren't at, as smart about mental illness as most therapists, but they're people... And they understand your feelings and stuff, and you don't always need a professional you just need someone who will listen to you yeah so if they're getting that i mean it's there's different types of therapists i almost wish i had it sounds like super white american privilege but uh that's not even a phrase but um <laughs> the, the idea of like a chinese laundromat <laughs> i wish i had two therapists one that was just a person to talk things out with and one who's like objective driven like Alright, this is what we're going to do. Because those are two different... Those serve two different purposes, you know? One is getting it out, and one well, is... You're always supposed to have a plan me. when you're in therapy. And I've gone back and is forth. That, I mean, depending on the therapist, right? I've gone back... Katie Moore. It's <laughs> like the Katie yeah. Moore episode. She has multiple videos on this of what's a good therapist, boundaries with therapy, what makes a bad therapist, what makes a good therapist, what what should be happening in therapy like she was saying if you're going every week and you're just chit-chatting that's not a good therapist now if you've been seeing someone for a while and you talk about serious stuff and then chit-chat a little bit that's fine and I agree with that because with my last therapist not the last one like the one I had for a while she um we talked about really serious shit and we also chit-chatted and talked about bullshit so I that's just what I really like. And we had a plan. And it's like, well, what do you want to work on for the next couple months? And what do you want to be better at that? I think everyone should try therapy, honestly. Even if you think you don't have a problem, it's just, just try it. Especially if you have insurance. Just go and try and talk to somebody. And just, just they can help you with just, like, everyday shit. Yeah. If, yeah, does it, do they need to, like change the name of, you know like sometimes they'll change words to to take the negative meanings out of them like i kind of well like the word retarded changes every 10 years five years you sound like those people no who say oh african-american what's the next one going to be working to change for them i'm not complaining okay. what i'm saying is we change words all the time because for example self-harm instead of self-mutilation I was fine with self-mutilation. But my point is, maybe people won't get therapists, but maybe there will, if there's a shift in branding almost. Well, there's like, also counselors and just different, there's other words or social work, there's different jobs. But like, I don't know, but all I'm saying is framed slightly differently if you just said to a person, Hey, there's somebody you check in with once a week and see how things are going with you. What about, that's like, not well, horrible. there's also a lot of online therapy now. So I think that's helpful for a lot of people. Yeah. 
If you're just like, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I have my second visit on Monday with his new therapist. I don't feel like we're really, like, vibing that well. So, we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm currently going to a place that requires you to see a therapist in that office in order to get a psychiatrist in that office. And it's one of the few places to take my insurance. So, I kind of have to kind of have to see her and I'm not really feeling it so I don't even know yeah I know I, I, I kind of don't like that policy because what I've if you see somebody you love place. I've heard of it at a few places I've heard of having to have a therapist I've never heard of having to have a therapist in this building oh yeah I've I... heard of that at one other place I think yeah it's a yeah, it's a weird thing. Um Yeah. I don't know. I was trying to think of a, another direction to go with the conversation. I was about to change directions. Go ahead. Um well, I didn't want to stick with this the whole time. I feel like I just got to your out. Um I didn't have anything in mind, but I definitely was thinking let's switch this baby up. You didn't have any what? Any other Anything idea? Anything in mind, but I didn't have that in my, my mind either. Princess! You know what's my interesting? My bracelet. Yeah. The fuck, princess? You're being a bitch today. Go but back I in love your you. cage, whore. Shut up! We don't keep her in no, a cage. No, I was talking to you. Go fuck yourself. I'll cut your dick uh, off. Um, if he ever ends when, up with his dick being cut off, yes, it was probably me. Maybe. Or it's because I was getting my upgrade. What the fuck does that Cyberdick. The fuck is a cyberdick? Alright. Um, I don't know. Future body mods. But what I was gonna say was doing this show in person is a much different thing than than the Skype show that I do. Yeah. Um with T L N D. Uh we're gonna do probably this upcoming week a Thursday show at the cabaret so we're going to be doing it in person and so I guess I'm curious if it's going to work better because doing this doing this in person it feels a little better than you know the delay of Skype and you never know what hears you me the person you've been sleeping with for six years so it's slightly different this feels better also because you're talking to me I'm not trying to take any credit away from you. No, I I'm get saying, that. like, you're the most comfortable with me, so that could also be a reason, besides the fact that we're near each other. Well, that is true, because sometimes I listen to the... Like, I, like we talked about how we had a history on um, B&E of just kind of doing shows without any roadmap, or a bed show, rather. We do that same thing with on B&E. Which, by the way, I think uh, we discussed the bed show just being part of the B&E universe and just becoming B&E, since yeah. we're no longer doing the bed show because the D left the bed. <laughs> uh, the, D had the, bad D. <laughs> the D had bad D, and so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, wait, so what were you saying? I have no fucking clue. You were just talking about how you're doing Northeast Cab. Uh, yes. Yeah. 
so yeah i definitely feel like i want to we need to work on our on-air chemistry for tlnd i feel like but me and josh are both people who want to i think be the center of the show yeah or either not not the center of the show want to kind of develop this vision of what we're doing and we're different people and sometimes i feel like josh and i don't have as good of on-air chemistry as we could because i don't know i mean i've always said to you that i think you're a more you're an easier person to talk to. Yeah. I feel like it sounds like I'm bashing Josh. I'm not trying to do that as I've done on other shows. So, Josh, if you're listening, um, I jerk off to your show, too. No, <laughs> uh, no. Did he say that? No, I made a joke on the bed show about how he just likes to jerk off. I don't even know if I said it as a joke. I might have said it because I was angry. Oh, okay. But... So that's the kind of a thing we talk about, how he's just jerking off to his Josh, podcast. we like you a lot. You are a really cool person. Go on, Brian. Hey, I tell him every week he's a friend of mine. He says he's a comedy friend. I say he's a real friend. I consider him my friend, and I don't really have friends, so. Yeah. Well, there you go. But, like, I guess I always take kind of the... I don't mean alpha in the sense of alpha male, but I always take like this alpha position on a lot of projects that I take where it's like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, Even I though mean, I try like, to involve people. When you're like around my brothers, you take this like alpha position. No, I don't. I know. <laughs> I mean, I'll stand up to some of them, but. Yeah. I, um. I have four brothers, by the way. I try to use my brain instead. Oh, what the fuck does that mean, bitch? Instead of my fists. What the fuck are you saying? Uh, are you insulting them? I'll knock you out. Some conversations about fi- <laughs> That's ironic. <laughs> Is it ironic? Yeah. Yeah, I will. These are jokes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, they better be. Well, your one brother was talking about beating somebody up. Okay, I don't even recall the story. Anyway, it that's like a normal not, conversation a to have. I don't know what the person did. Well, you literally just got upset because I said something about fists, using your fists. And I said I was going to punch you. Anyway, the whole joke was, the whole point of it was that in creative matters, I have a bit of a control tendency, and I think Josh has that too. And so conversationally... I think we both get so stuck on where to go next. Yeah. Whereas this, but you what guys we like do, plan your show. Well, right. So there's that element. And you have like different segments. I mean, I don't. I mean, I think that was kind of Josh's. Or... I yeah, they are different shows because you can get them individually on iTunes. Okay. That's kind of... <laughs> like a fucking commercial. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Giving up on sex. Cool. Talk. Yeah. Talk to yourself. That's not even a show we have. Help yourself. Help yourself. Um, by the way, the ums and stuff, when you do Toastmasters, they teach you, not they to. teach you, they, they count your ums. There's an um counter for each speech, a person who counts your ums. Yeah. So I listened back to B and E or not B and E, uh, TLND, B and E on the mind because we're doing it. 
uh, TLND show, I listen back to all my ums and uhs, and it's like a, it's an annoying thing that I do that I want to get better at. I don't know. This is, that was a very TLND rant. Uh, not even You were rant, just saying just... you want to work a little differently on the show and change some things, and you really like the show and you want to continue it. I don't feel like. No, I just your face doesn't look amused, so I just like thought I had to preface that. I'm like just literally sitting and talking. See the to thing you. with doing a show like that that's three hours is you just strap and you just going. Like put a strap like on with on. what? Sorry, go I on. put a strap on and fuck uh Bill in the ass. Bill Smith is it? Bill Miller. Bill Miller. I wanna fuck a Bill Another Smith. boring white name, yeah. Bill Miller, yeah. It's like, what am I going to do first? Pay the electric or drink a beer? He said. <laughs> no, think about it. Oh! <laughs> That's See, I, can I never, actually farted from laughing. I can never make Josh laugh. That's the problem. Mm. See, we don't laugh at each other that much. Because mm. you guys aren't like comics or funny or anything. I guess not. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know what? I did feel, like, funnier when I used to do stand-up. Like, I don't do it anymore, you so I don't feel You still make me funny. laugh. That's true. I mean, all right, an to, easy be on- laugh to be honest, sometime. I'm high a lot of the time. Yeah. But otherwise, it it's, when I sober up, it gets, it's still funny. Yeah. But probably because I remember it from when I was that, I know, that's what I wonder. Sometimes the things you laugh at, I don't get how they're funny. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I just like really absurd, ridiculous comedy. Just something that's so, so fucking stupid. Yeah. I just, that, that's just so funny to me. Do you, did you hear about uh, Zach Galifianakis, like, stopped doing stand-up because he got too nervous or something? Wow, no. Like, I think he thought people expected too much. He also said that he could never do the comedy cellar. It's too. Wow. It's too, like he loves this. He said it's one of his favorite comedy rooms, of course, but of to perform yeah. there seems too intimidating. I loved his stand up or sit down piano playing, whatever you want to call it. I think he was great. Um, but I, you know, I love him in movies and stuff too. So shout out to Baskets. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah, he was talking about Baskets, saying that this season is more Louis Anderson focused. Oh, right. Yes, mommy. Yes, princess. Sorry, is this like two on structure? Cat radio. No, it's actually not because I think we can handle structure in the way that we speak on a show. That's what I'm kind of saying, not to be too critical of TLND, but I feel like we don't handle structure. A lack, we don't, in areas where there's a lack of structure, I feel that our on-air banter is not as good and as And what does TLND stand for again? True Life Not Doritos. And every time you bring up the next one Doritos, and I don't have Doritos. I know. I told you I was gathering quarters. I know, and I didn't want you to fucking use your change to buy Doritos. Why not? That's ridiculous. Isn't that responsible? Yeah, I guess. I did use change my coffee this morning. Saving up coins to get chips. Yeah, I, like I said, I used change to get coffee this morning. Um, um, there we go again. Um, <laughs> I thought I saw some recent gaming thing that was cool, but I don't remember. 
Um, what I think is interesting is, this is going to be like a one-sided conversation, but um, they're working on a uh, Joker origin story, and they're trying to find a Joker uh, for it. They recently said that it might be Joaquin Phoenix. No, this has nothing to do with Suicide Squad or the sequel. Jared Leto, Jared Leto will still be in the sequel, Suicide Squad 2. So this is not about that universe. This is about the Joker's origin. But I kind of like how the Joker doesn't have an origin. I think that's really cool. And I feel like if they were going to do an origin story, they should just do a live-action killing joke. Because that's... I mean, I love that. I love that comic. Um, I saw the animated version. It was amazing. Um, People obviously are saying Mark Hamill should do it. But, you know, he's... He's too old. Um, A lot of people are saying... um, God, I want to get his name because I feel like such a bitch if I don't get his name. Um, hang on one second. Um, a lot of people are saying that... I know he's a... Cameron Monaghan, I think that's how you say it. Anyway, Ian on Chainless, Ian Gallagher, oh. who is also um, the Joker on Gotham. A lot of people are saying he should take the bar. I Weird. Think, see, I haven't watched the last season of Gotham, but when I did see him on it, he was fucking phenomenal. He was such a good Joker. He was, like, channeling a lot of Jack Nicholson, but it was still really good. I I agree with that. Now, I know we're so Gladiator, and people are saying Joaquin might be good because he was an amazing villain in Gladiator. So, I don't know. Um... I do feel Heath Ledger was the greatest Joker we've ever had. Um, well, obviously, like, Cesar Romero's fun and, like, everything like that. And there's, like, been tons of fun Jokers and stuff. Some people said maybe bring Jim Carrey back because he was amazing at the Riddler and he can do more serious stuff. Um, that's not a horrible idea. I mean, I think he kicked ass as the Riddler. I love Batman Forever, though. I don't know how other people feel about that film. But, um, I, I totally think, I'm gonna call him Ian Gallagher, cause I don't, once again, I forgot his name and I love Shameless. I totally think Ian would be a kick-ass Joker, but I'd have to see Gladiator to see Joaquin as that villain. Um, he is very eccentric and out there, so, I mean, there, there is a possibility that he can do that. Um, but like I said, I don't really want a Joker's origin story. Um, I, I like it the way it is. And I just, I don't know. That's all. Cool. Okay. <laughs> That's your, uh, movie review. I know we don't have real segments, but. Okay. Uh. It's not really a movie I know, I don't know why I said even, that. Yeah. Um. Uh, Anything else you want to address on the show? Anything else we should? Yes, say? there's new tar- new two two Harley Quinn movies are coming out with two star Harley yes Quinn starring Mar- Margot Robbie as the very sexy Harley Quinn. Wait, so are they coming out at the same time? I don't believe so. I don't under. Oh, you're just saying there's a movie deal, so yeah, two movies, two new movies with Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yes. So are you going to call into t- to um, TV movie ex- TV and movie experts one of these things? For sure. Like you just told me that you guys did that. I'm totally going to that's like yes, yes. TV and movies are my life. I have no life. Now you thought the name was kind of funny. 
what was it again? TV and movie experts. I thought that was funny because I feel like I watch way more TV and movies than you guys. Wow. Do you watch more than Josh? I have no idea. I'm going to go with yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think I watch more TV than most people. I listen to it as a hobby and a paper for kindergarten, so... when you Are you more comfortable <laughs> leaving the house if you have, like, a frame drawn on, on your glasses? Uh-huh. Uh, I've never they thought They say it that. changes how you see the world if you were to look through a frame. Uh, like... Just glasses? I don't know how they did the study. No, like a like a picture frame. I don't know how they did the study. Yeah. Email us. Horrible, 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 heartbreaking news. Riverdale is not returning until March twenty seventh. I am so sad. There are just, it's like some hiatus or something, and this show is getting so good. It's getting so good. Like, there are a couple here and there episodes that weren't great, but it's getting so intense, and it's so intriguing, and it's so fucking amazing. And I will not go into my love on this, so we can go past that. You can say more. <gasps> Cole Sprouse is one of the most amazing human beings that oh, has ever God. been created, and I t- told you I didn't have to go in it. I didn't know what you meant by... He is so good as Jughead. He is so good. He is so good. He is so good. Okay, I'm done. All right, cool. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, Brian gets uncomfortable. You remind me of, like, just, I don't know. What? I like don't even know. Like a teen girl or something annoying? Or... Yeah, something like that. Okay. You can say whatever you want about me. That's, I don't have anything clever to say. That's it. Shocker. Okay. Yeah. What'd you say about my brother's? Uh, Go fuck yourself, you bitch. <laughs> I said one way, tiny insult to your sis- about your sister once, and you got so angry at me, and you didn't even talk to me, and you were so pissed. You've insulted my brother multiple times, okay? It's not true. Yes, it is true, and I have never knocked you out. What? You never knocked me out? Yeah. Why would you? You, you insult my family. No, I don't. That was a joke I said on the show because you made a joke. Okay. Let's make a pass this. I love Brian's family. Brian loves my family. We all love each other. We're one big, happy group of people who fight and love each other like families. Yep. What the fuck is fucking... What the fuck is that fucking look on your face? I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of somewhere to go with this. That I, was it. That I was had something... No, not that. It, oh. it had something else in mind, but we got consumed with that. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember. Okay, sorry. My brain gets like... my brain, I don't know what the problem is with my brain, but I feel like... I feel like I'm a lot... It's like... You know what it is? It's like having a powerful computer on an old operating system. Uh-huh. It's like, there's a lot that I could do. Like, technically, my Are brain... Are you telling me your brain is a powerful computer? I'm saying my brain is, like, is... Let's just put it this way. It's like a computer that could run Windows 10, but it's running Windows 95. And I feel like that's so... so as far as a, like, being smart, I think I'm smart, but I don't, I think I lack something when it comes to processing information. Even in, like, the conversation we're having, 
I, I listen back to conversations I have on podcasts. And I'm like, whoa, there's a lot I was missing here. I wasn't understanding things, but I'm hearing them now, not having to talk, and it's I'm, I'm getting it more. Mm-hmm. It's a weird, it's like a two different conversations, and that might be common for people, but I don't even know what my point was that I was getting into with that. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm... Am I? Why is it getting all? Why is it getting all serious about me? It's hard you, to show you. I listened to a. You yeah. I listened to a podcast and uh, Kevin Nealon mm-hmm. was being interviewed, comedian, and comedian as opposed and to Kevin Nealon, the roofer, <laughs> commercial dude. I forgot what yeah. the fuck it, I wanted to make that better, but there's it was that commercial where was it for like peeing or something? It's some medicine, and there's like I'm a golfer, I blah blah blah. Yeah. Blah, and then I'm Kevin Neal and a comedian. Yeah. Okay. He he kicked ass in weeds. He was really good at it. So it was weird in the interview. He kept like diverting attention. Like he would keep asking the interviewer questions instead of answering. Funny them. fact: I heard he doesn't even smoke pot or never has smoked pot, but he was amazing as a pothead of weeds. He said he smoked weed one time and fell asleep with cereal in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But he seemed very. He kind of reminded me of Derek. Mm-hmm. Friend, the D and friend of the show. show. Yeah, the D. Um, what does it does it really throw off a conversation when I just start looking at this? Yes, it does. I, you know, I just asked you that like five minutes ago, and you said it was. No, fine. you said if I'm not looking in your direction and we're having a conversation, is that weird? And I said no, that's fine because I wasn't looking in your direction either. But if you're silent and staring at the ceiling, that's totally fucking different. Yeah. You were just literally staring at the ceiling going, ugh, I don't know, I don't know. It's like, that's a completely different scenario. Yeah. It's a, it's so weird how the brain works. And, by the way, I, how do I know if I, like, I don't know if, if meditating works or not. How do you find out? You can't, without a brain scan machine, can you really find out if something's any more than placebo? Does it matter? Does it matter? Placebos don't matter to me if it helps me. I know, but I always wonder if being a... Well, I know that there's this guy, Henry, I talked to about placebos. He sells placebos. It's not like I just have a friend who I talked to about placebos for no reason. You have a friend who sells placebos? Yeah, so he has a... What the fuck does that even mean? Placebo something website. And apparently if you take placebos with the knowledge that it's a placebo... If you do it with intention, you can still have a benefit. Now, I don't know what the benefit is, what the amount of the benefit is. I haven't even looked up the theory. I don't... But it's fascinating to me. I don't take... Um, the last week of birth control is usually placebo pills while you're on your period. I generally don't take those pills. Why? Because I know they're placebos, so I just give myself a break from having to take those pills. They're not active... Yeah. They don't affect anything. I'm still on birth control during that week. The placebos are literally just there to remind you to take the pill every day. So I don't even take those. But um, before I heard all that, like, um, all those, like, essential oils and stuff were bullshit. Mm -hmm. um, 
I bought some lavender body wash, and I remember talking to this uh, woman in DB, a DBT group I was in, the woman who was running it, and, because we were talking about that stuff, and I remember saying, well, you know, I went out and bought this lavender body wash to calm me down, and, and it's probably a placebo that I'm feeling more calm when I use it, it's most likely a placebo, but it's helping me, so I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. And I was aware, and I didn't do delve into any too much research at the time because I wanted it to help me. So I was like, this probably isn't real, but it is helping me, so I don't, you know, I don't know if I want to look into it any further, so... Yeah, no, I understand that, because it's like, it's also the meaning you give it, just like... Exactly. Well, that's the thing about superstitions. Like, people think that a lot of superstitions are real because they get more confident when they follow them. Yeah. I know, we've had this talk many times. Well, I know you probably feel differently about it because you are... are you? A, would you describe yourself as a superstitious person? I mean, I have, like, anxiety and stuff, but yeah, I guess so. I mean, that has to do with well, anybody it. can have anxiety. But my anxiety relies on, oh, you have to do this, or blah, blah, blah. I guess, right. let me say this. Let me say this. Um, the Eagles just won the Super Bowl. So fucking awesome. Beyond exciting. Um, they were kicking the Patriots ass. Asses. And I had a green hoodie on, and I took it off. And then the then the Patriots started scoring. So mm-hmm. I put my green hoodie back on, and the Eagles won. Yeah. Now, we can't say if it had anything to do with my green hoodie. Your dad took his hat off. They were starting to lose. He put his hat back on. They started to win again. Now, of course, you can say these are coincidences, and they probably are. But for me, when they started to lose, I felt like, okay, the only thing I've done different here is take my green sweatshirt off I need to put it back on and it made me feel better now that's interesting do people ever have superstitions so so that idea of like okay I took my jacket off I should put it back on yes is anybody thinking you know there's probably a guy in uh in center city Philadelphia or not center city south Philadelphia sitting at home and he probably just took his jacket off, and that probably fucked up. Nobody ever thinks about people they don't see and them being superstitious. Right. I mean, players are extremely superstitious, but if you're under, like, that amount of stress, of course. Like, the more stress I'm under, the more anxious I get, and the more superstitious I get, definitely. But doesn't that kind of, that itself make you think it's bullshit because it inc- it increases in severity when you get anxious? Like, why is it that... I fucking hate it, dude. Like, I don't... I I fucking hate the fuck out of it. I don't mean in the moment. I mean, like, now looking at it. Do you think it's real? I honestly can't say. I think there's tons of stuff in the universe that we don't even know about. You don't know what's affecting what. You have no fucking idea what's happening out there. Yeah. Nobody does. Nobody can say for sure about anything. So that's true. What assumption do we make in the meantime is the question. Do we choose to do everything? Because how many times a day do you think in a way like that? In a superstitious way? Huh. I don't know. It's not anything I've ever thought about or counted or anything. 
honestly. Yeah. Do you have any superstitions at all? Um. Yeah, I sometimes, I just have weird things like, if I don't give this another try, then, and I told myself that I would try again, then something bad is going to happen. But it's extremely rare. I think I might have seeds of of superstition, but hidden... Now, what about that kind of stuff where it's just like a regular person in their backyard and they're like, they have a basketball and they're like, if I don't make this shot, then I'm not going to do that. And you're not going to do what? I, whatever the situation may be. Okay, if I make this shot, I am going to ask that girl out. Like, mm. what do you think about stuff like that? Well, some of that might just be people leaving things up to chance. Like, right. Like, you don't flip a coin because you're superstitious. Well, you could, I guess. But if it, it's like a heads, heads, I'll go do that, tails, I won't. That's just leave, putting the decision up to something outside yourself. Which... Now, if you're like, I have to land, I have to shoot a basketball every day or my life will turn to garbage, then that's different. Well, that's severe OCD, I right. believe. Yeah. Are you saying somebody shoots a basketball while thinking, if I don't, if this does, and then thinks, okay, this didn't go in, so I'm not going to ask her out? Yeah. And why is that person thinking that? I just seen it on it was like, a decision shows and stuff where people like make decisions or stuff like that. Well, that's just bad decision that, making. Too. I think most people in life aren't great at making decisions, at least in some areas. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Shocker. Um, is there anything else? I kind of feel like wrapping this up unless all right that's totally cool that's you know what having no structure is about is being able to say all right whatever so um that's it um i never have anything to plug uh brian has tlnd tlnd john miller bill miller bill miller when he calls in yeah i've called in a couple i thought he was a regular he's not well he didn't show up you should call in sometime. TV and movie experts giving up on sex. I got more podcasts than I can even remember. Which is why I want this one to be chill. Yeah. All it's right. Chill. What? Yeah. What were you saying? Um. That's fucking it for now. Um, that's it. Yeah. Hope we tried. We tried and we did it. And we love you. Bye. That's three shows. Sign offs in one. Goodbye.